Hello and welcome to the Fully Free Podcast with your host, Taylor Lee. This is the podcast to get raw and real about running an online business, living life as an entrepreneur, and figuring it all out as you go. After creating seven figures in my first three years as a coach and doing what I love every single day, I truly believe that you deserve the money, joy, and life of your dreams. I hope to inspire you with weekly episodes on money, marketing, life, and all things online business. All right, let's dive in to this week's episode. Hey, you guys, welcome back to the Fully Free Podcast. I'm so excited to be recording this episode because I personally just geek out over stuff like this. I love to know people's routines and habits and goals and um, schedules, how they get everything done, what they prioritize, what their lives look like. And I'm just, I'm, I'm obsessed. Anytime anybody puts anything out like this, I listen to it and see how I can adjust my routine to feel even better. And I basically feel like I'm on this never ending mission to make my days as good as possible and with as much flow as possible and as much productivity as possible. And I want to tell you what my daily routine looks like right now as a mom making 50K months. That's what I want to tell you because I I have clients and students who are new moms as well or who are moms with multiple kiddos. I don't know how you ladies do it. One is hard enough. Um, And I know the feeling of overwhelm around trying to get everything done and be a good mom and take care of your baby and, you know, probably be a wife too, maybe not. Um, And it's a lot you know, as well as like, what even is a social life? (laughs) But, um, I also will say that I have made this such a priority that I feel like I'm doing a pretty good job. And I feel like I have my daily routine, which involves a lot of flow, a lot of flexibility. It definitely looks different every day, but I do have my core things that are very, very standard. So this is it. I'm going to tell you what I'm doing every day, um, to get everything done. I'm going to tell you what I'm doing every day to make this type of income. I'm going to tell you what I'm doing every day in terms of like what I prioritize in my life. And you're basically going to know a whole lot more about me, I feel like. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, let's dive in. And I'm just going off the cuff. I don't have notes. This is like truly what my day looks like. And it's really funny because I'm recording a like work with me Wednesday on my Instagram story. So if you don't follow me on Instagram, follow me on Instagram at underscore the Taylor Lee, uh, because I share my days and I share my habits and I share my routines pretty much every single day, as well as my must haves, um, and just behind the scenes and all that good stuff on my stories pretty much every single day. So make sure you're following me there, especially if you like this type of content. Cool. Okay. Gosh, what do my days look like? So waking up, I've actually been asked quite a few times what time I wake up. So there's basically two times at this point that I wake up either like 5.30. If Ruby sleeps through the night and sleeps really well, she gets up at 5.30. At this point in motherhood, it's a dream. I love getting up at 5.30 with her because that means that I 
slept from probably 10, 10.30 to 5.30. That's probably 50% of the time at this point. When she doesn't sleep well and she wakes up a few times during the night, like um, typically for her, that would mean like waking up two times. Um, so she'll go, anyway, we'll get to when she goes to bed and stuff. But if she wakes up a few times at night, she normally will sleep in until 7, 7.30, um, which sounds like it would be great because I get to sleep in longer. But honestly, that means that I had to get up at night and, you know, feed her, rock her to sleep, get her relaxed again. And it, honestly, that's exhausting. But that's what it is. So 5.30 to 7.30, I don't do alarms. She is the alarm and whatever her body's doing is what I'm doing. So we wake up. First thing we do is obviously change her, feed her. And then I get my coffee, which I love. Um, and my, I fill my giant water bottle, which by the way, will link my Amazon shop because I'm probably going to mention a lot of stuff that is in my Amazon shop because my whole life was basically bought off of Amazon. But, um, I have my 90 ounce, which technically it actually holds hundred ounces of water. I fill it up first thing in the morning and I'm drinking water all through the day. So, so, so important. You've got to be drinking your water. I'm like, not necessarily a water snob of like what kind of water I'm drinking, but if you know me in real life, you know, I always have an obnoxious water bottle and I'm always thinking about water around the clock. That's just me. So that's in my Amazon shop. Drink my coffee. So many people have been asking me what I eat. At the time of recording this, I'm not proud enough to fill you in on my nutrition. (laughs) But I will anyway. I have coffee with the Almond Joy creamer. It's so freaking good. It's just delicious. I know it's not healthy. It's so good though. I love it. I love it so much. And then I have breakfast. Normally, lately, what I'm doing is like oatmeal or it's probably 50-50. I either have oatmeal or I have a bagel thin with an egg. So good. I'm like obsessed. Okay. That's my breakfast. Eat breakfast, drink my coffee, get on track with my water goal for the day. The water is filled up. Yes, that's a task on the to-do list because it takes a few minutes to fill that jug up. Then I pick up. Tidy house, tidy mind. I pick up before bed and I pick up in the morning. So this looks like no dishes, dishes put away, bed made, um, curtains open, uh, like most of the stuff on the counter put away. But obviously with the baby, there's always stuff everywhere. Gotta clean the bottles because there's always dirty bottles and just picking up. Okay. Then I play with Ruby. I like to take some time disconnected to just like hang out with her, play with her. Obviously, as I'm recording this, she's about to turn six months. So tummy time is a thing. She's like trying to crawl, which is so crazy. She tucks her legs up and like she can't quite move herself, but we practice. And she also rolls around and, and stuff like that. It's super cute. So we take some time to play um, and do her tummy time. And then basically two hours after she wakes up, she's going down for her first nap. So I'm basically just like spending two hours having breakfast and coffee, picking up the house and having time with Ruby. That's like the first two hours of my day. And then she goes down for her nap. What I do during her nap, if I'm lucky, again, this is probably 50% of the time, she will take a one to two hour nap and I will have just enough time to do a workout, which is four days a week. Um, 
do my workout uninterrupted, which is a dream. Again, 50% of the time she'll wake up about halfway into the workout (laughs) and then she becomes my weights. What am I doing for my workout? I'm actually doing a beach body workout and this is my second time doing the beach body workout. Um, I'm doing lift four on beach body. And before that I did whatever their boxing program is called. I love both. I, I, I honestly like the beach body workouts. I, I think they're totally worth it. That's what I'm doing. Then I do my journaling. So I do my one page journaling routine, which I have a whole episode on. So go back and find that episode. Again, we'll probably link that below too. Another thing I've been really liking is this book, which is in my Amazon shop, of course, which is called the last law of attraction book you'll ever need or something like that. Um, again, it's in the shop, so you'll be able to find it. And I just like this book because it has a lot of really good journaling prompts around gratitude. And the whole book's premise is really about, you know, how simple it really is to use the law of attraction and how it's really just about being consistent with these couple of practices. Um, and most of those practices so far, I'm not, I haven't fully read the book seem to be these gratitude journaling prompts but they're really good. And I mean, I would say really effective. So that's what I'm doing. Then Ruby gets up or maybe she's already up. And what do we do from there? We go on our walk. So most days, especially if I don't have a workout, but usually even if I do, we are going on a two mile walk. And when I do my walk, I also boxer my clients. Then we come home and we play more. And then two hours after she woke up from her last nap, She goes down for her next nap. So that's her routine at this age is, you know, she has two hour wake windows, which means she's up for two hours and then she takes a nap. Those naps could be 15 minutes or two hours. I literally never know. So we do our nap. We spend time together. I eventually get lunch. Um, That's probably going to be leftovers or Uber Eats or breakfast again. Who knows? And then at some point, three days a week. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I will have some type of help with Ruby for three to five hours. And that's when I go to work. So it's hard to kind of tell you this part of my day because it's different every day. And some days I don't have help or obviously on the weekends, my days are totally different. Um, (laughs) I just kind of do whatever I want on the weekends. Anyway, so when I work here, well, yeah, regardless if I have help or not, this is what I'm doing. I'm checking my money. So I'm looking at where I'm at so far for the month, how much I've brought in versus how much I want to make. That's always happening. Obviously, um, talking to my team. So, you know, I have my team kind of pings me when like client groups need responses, which is so great. Um, when there's emails to respond to, when there's tasks that need to be done, we're always in communication. Another thing I do is obviously take care of my clients and my sales activities. So what am I doing to sell? Literally, it's this simple. I do Instagram stories every day. Um, to be honest, I'm just getting back in the routine of like posting every day. It's kind of a, a goal for me because I find the more content I'm creating, probably the more in flow and connected I'm feeling. Um, but to be really honest, the last few months, which have been 50K months, I've probably written like three posts a week. <laughs> I've been slacking, but it's working. Um, And then sending like one or two of those out as emails a week. Like that's what I've been doing to sell. Um, Live streams, 
I haven't done a public live stream probably in weeks. Uh, we'll say one live stream a week, but that's a stretch. I mean, I'm, I'm doing less than ever before. So where are my clients coming from? I would say most of my sales are coming from Instagram stories and emailing my list. And here's the other thing I want to tell you about. And this is going to be um, 99% sure in next week's podcast episode. I have an episode coming out with Alex Ramirez, who does the Facebook ads and helps me with my funnels. That's where a lot of my sales are coming through as well. So people don't realize I have an evergreen webinar running. We have an automated challenge running. Um, and then I have my launches in between. I have my high ticket clients that kind of sprinkle in. And that's, I mean, we could do a whole nother episode on like, what's the business model? How much is coming in through what, what ways, et cetera, et cetera. But like to be very brief, that's how money comes in. I have two funnels, soon to be three, but I have two funnels right now. Once a month or so, I'm launching something for a week or two. And then we have the high ticket sales. I have my mastermind, which is like, you know, brings in 10K a month. I have my one-on-one, which brings in 10 to 20K a month. And each of my funnels will bring in upwards of 10K here and there. And then I have all our payment plans from past lunch lunches. What, like, am I thinking about food right now? (laughs) I already ate lunch. Um, But we have payment plans stacked up from past launches. So like, I'm always getting payments for my membership, for my courses, et cetera, et cetera. We have lots of people who have opted to do extended payment plans, which means they're usually paying me somewhere around $100 a month for five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 months, which is really nice. It all adds up. All those little payments add up. I love my pay in full clients. I love my high ticket clients, but I also love the clients that are paying little bits over a long period of time. So when I have help, so I have family that will watch Ruby for a few hours, three days a week, like I was saying, um, that's when I do my calls. So I have nine hours a week on my calendar, seven of which are 100% dedicated to client calls. So that's how I do my client calls. I, it what's so crazy is actually since having a baby, I find that I can manage quite a few more clients than I could before. And I really think that while, you know, there really is no schedule or routine because I don't know if she's going to nap. I don't know how long she's going to nap. I don't know if she's going to have a day where she's like super independent and doing her own thing or a day where she's super needy and wants to be held. Like I have this routine that I kind of just like go at my own pace with, but I never know what my day is going to look like yet I'm still able to manage more clients. The only reason that is, is because of those seven hours on my calendar. I know I can do seven calls a week. Most of the time I'm probably doing like four or five, which I think is really doable. Um, but sometimes I'm doing the full seven. That would be like a busy, a busier week. And then I answer my Voxers on my walk or if I, if I opt out of doing the walk, I answer my Voxers in my extra time where I'm not on those calls. And it's just been really easy to keep up with. I think like before I had to have set times, people like booked in their calls all over my calendar and, and there really is thoughts on, you know, when you're focused on a task and then you have to switch tasks, you know, how that like, it actually takes you what, I mean, I've, I've heard different numbers, but 20 minutes to like actually refocus 
So if you have calls all over your calendar and your, your schedule's a mess, or you're taking calls when you really don't want to, like I used to take calls early in the morning or all scattered through the day and you're just switching your focus on and off all day. That's exhausting. But I find having my like two slots a week of like this, these are my like spots for calls. It's just so easy and doable. I kind of laugh at the old me that thought she couldn't handle a full mastermind or that she couldn't handle four clients or five clients. I just, I think that's so funny because I'm like, actually, it's not hard at all. It's like the best job in the world. It's so doable. And when you have the time dedicated to it and you're, you have those time slots in spaces that feel good, which for me is the afternoon. So I'm always able to get everything I just said done before calls. It feels really good that way. So that's what I'm doing for that. And then finish up my work day. Frankie's home around five from work. He pretty much cooks dinner every single day. <laughs> Super lucky there. And then we normally eat dinner together. We always eat dinner together. Play with Ruby, catch up on our days. We may watch like an episode of like, I don't know, HGTV or something on Hulu. Watch somebody renovate their home or something. That's like what we've been doing like pretty much every night. Go for a swim. And Ruby goes to bed at 7.30. So we kind of switch off who does that. And then pretty much, well, pretty much is a lie. Every single night, unless something terrible happens, (laughs) I'm ending my night with a bath. And often you guys, again, people are asking me what I eat and stuff. Like oftentimes, AKA almost every night, I'm ending my night with a bath eating ice cream in the bath. (laughs) That's my shameful secret, but I love it. And something else that I I do, and I'll make sure that this is in my Amazon shop because I think these are a must have. And I'll actually tell you, oh my gosh, I have to write this down. I have a like plug-in salt lamp in my bathroom and it's not the kind with a cord that has to be on a shelf. It's just like a, you know, like the plug-ins that um, you could put like scents in. It's like that. Like it just plugs into the wall and that's it. It's like a mini one. I love to have my baths with just that light on. It's like so relaxing. Um, but we also put one in Ruby's room in this, um, Wi-Fi like, uh, plug-in. So we plugged in this Wi-Fi thing to which we plugged in the lamp. And what's so great is now on our phone, we can turn her nightlight on and off. So when we have to go in there at night and we don't want to turn all the lights on. And I had this other nightlight that you have to like tap to turn on. And it's honestly such a pain. Um, but anyway, we plug this. It's just so nice. You just turn it on and off from your phone. And it's just so much easier to kind of like tend to her at night with that. Plus it's so relaxing and vibey to end my night. And then again, I go to bed around 10 or 10 30. And that is my boring life that I'm obsessed with. And I love, and I've worked very, very hard to cultivate this daily routine that I really, really love. And again, it definitely always looks different. For example, I have my bestie Maria. We're hanging out probably twice a week at least, which would look like a lunch date in the middle of the day or a work date at my house. Um, especially with like coronavirus, we used to always go to a coffee shop and work, but that hasn't 
That literally has not been since before Ruby was born, which is mind blowing. We now do all our lunch dates at my house or one of our favorite things to do you guys, which if you have a friend, um, that can do this with you, I highly suggest it or do it by yourself. But something we do probably twice a year now, um, unofficially is a brunch at my house with a vision board party and champagne. Or when I was pregnant, we did sparkling cider. It just such a vibe. So that stuff sprinkled in, um, you know, this year, Frankie's been lucky enough to get a lot of time off for various reasons. Um, I wouldn't say lucky in terms of coronavirus, but he did get time off for that. And he got time off for Ruby being born. And then he also has really good vacation time as it is. So he's had a lot of extra time home this year. And when he is home, I like to really, um, I don't know, take advantage of that and enjoy it. So I'm obviously a little less rigid with my schedule and we spend more time together and hanging out or swimming or, um, just enjoying our life, our baby, things like that. So there definitely are days that look very, very different than what I just said, but my normal, typical day, that's what it looks like. And I love it. And, you know, I just want to leave you with this. There's no right way to live your life. There's no right time to wake up. There's no perfect morning routine. There's no perfect schedule for your baby. New moms, I know how that is, looking at the sleep schedules and you know, so-and-so's baby sleeps through the night. So-and-so's baby takes perfect naps every three hours or like there's no perfect schedule. So you have to, every day to me is a practice round. Every day is just practice. And then I get to see how it felt. And then I get to adjust. And that's how I've created what my days look like now. It's not like that's just how they ended up being. It was strategically going, let's enjoy today and see how this goes. And then let's adjust tomorrow to enjoy it even more. How can I enjoy my days even more? Like one thing I left out that I've been doing, um, especially since it's summer and we have a pool is like after my workouts, if Ruby's not up or sometimes even if she is, I'll go get her and get her in her bathing suit, but going for a swim after my workout, like in the late morning, such a vibe or like those evening swims before or after dinner with my husband and Ruby, just like so, so, so sweet. And, um, the kind of memory that you'll have forever. How can you have, how can you create more memories in your day? How can you create the most enjoyable day that you can live every single day? So I don't want you to listen to this or listen to anybody's routines or schedules in terms of trying to, I think this is what we do, especially as entrepreneurs. We try to like have the perfect routine to make all the money, that your routine doesn't make you more successful. Your routine should make you more happy. And then the happy you you are, the more successful you are. So focus on that. My priorities are always to feel joyful, grateful, mind blown, energized, productive, And so I keep restructuring my day and tweaking to feel more of those feelings in it. And I feel like I've got it down. So I was excited to share this with you. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, If you did, share it on your Instagram story so I know that you want more content like this. And just send you guys off with so much love. Thank you for being a listener of this podcast. I just love you guys. You guys are awesome. And I will talk to you in next week's episode. Bye, guys.
I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening. But before you go, if this helped you find clarity, feel motivated, or learn something new, can you do me a quick favor and go leave a five-star review on this podcast? It would mean the absolute world to me as this podcast is still really new and it would help other badasses just like you find this show. And that is the most amazing thing I could ever ask for. So thank you in advance for leaving that five-star review. Have a great week and I'll talk to you soon. Bye guys.